Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Happy Tuesday to you. I'm telling you, December is slipping away. You got a couple more weeks. I hope that you have done your yearly review, looked over things. You feel good about it. You're crafting your 2019 plan and you're ready to move forward. I uh, am suggesting you do that. I haven't fully done that yet. <laughs> it was a lot to process. I'm pretty much done processing 2018. It was a good year. Lots of ups and downs, but a very solid year. I cannot complain personally. I'm super grateful for uh, all the really interesting people I'm meeting, all the things I've learned. Um, It's just really fascinating, you know, so I'm thankful for that. Uh, Got to start thinking about next year, what my goals are and what I'd like to see And um, for me, I'm so big picture that sometimes I get frustrated because I feel like what I want to see happen is is like way over there. And it's hard for me to figure out how to get from where I am to way over there, because I think almost exclusively in big picture stuff, just giant picture stuff, which is probably why being a film director felt like the most natural job choice for me, you know. Uh, At my core, I always feel like I'm a writer. And when you write things in film, you feel protective over them because it's such a collaborative process that you don't feel like the story you wrote will make it to screen if you don't direct it yourself. So those were decisions I came to when I was like 18 or 17 because I picked my major when I first got to college. And um, so anyway, I'm a big picture thinker. That's always felt natural to me. So Sometimes I have to, you know, scale back and say, okay, I can do this, this, and this. And those little steps will take me to where I want to be. So that's my issue. I have to always scale it back and think, okay, how can I do this in bite-sized chunks? (laughs) So anyway, I hope that you guys are focusing on um, the things you enjoyed about this year, letting go of the things you didn't enjoy about this year, and crafting like I said, your plan for next year. How are you going to dominate in 2019? It's possible. So I was talking, not really talking. Facebook makes you feel like you're talking to people. And yes, I do intend to scale back in 2019 on Facebook. Um, personally, professionally, not so much. Because it's just, I mean, from a marketing perspective, you just got a bunch of you know, a captive audience. So you can't, as a business person, you can't turn your back on it. But as a person, I can't. Um, but there's somebody I went to high school with, and she she was just sort of going round and round about how um, Rachel Brosnahan doesn't look like the same girl from House of Cards. And I said something like, well, uh, I'm sorry, let me go back. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is on Amazon, and it is fantastic. You should watch it. It's a period piece, so it doesn't have a ton of black people in it. (laughs) But uh, I think they nail a period. uh, And I wouldn't know because I wasn't in New York in the 50s and I'm not Jewish. But you feel like that could be very, very accurate. Um, So it's just a really well done show. The, The tailoring and the clothing, it's impeccable. I really enjoy it. And the acting is top notch and the casting is top notch. Rachel Brosnahan gets a Judy. Um, so anyway, 
someone on Facebook brought up, like, she doesn't look like the girl from House of Cards. First of all, her role from House of Cards was, like, five years ago. And, yeah, I agree. But that character on House of Cards had one expression, and it was sullen and worried. (laughs) And this character gets to do so much more. And so I wasn't trying to be glib, but I was like, that's what good actors do. They they do make you uh, forget about other roles, or you can't see them you know, in a different way because they're so so drastically outperforming a, a previous role. Um, but I wasn't being glib. That's what good actors can do. Meryl Streep can do that. I think quietly Rachel McAdams does that. I've been studying Rachel McAdams because I think she gets best actor of the year for her two roles. She had two roles this year that I thought were amazing and phenomenal. They were completely different. She looked completely different in both roles. Um, One was for disobedience and one was for game night. And it's almost like she's a completely different person. Um, It's weird. I mean, and so I started studying her based off those two movies because I really enjoyed them. And I thought, why aren't people talking more about Rachel McAdams? Like, why isn't she about to win an Oscar for, um, disobedience Rachel you may not win an Oscar but you get a Judy fantastic um disobedience was incredible it's such a heart-wrenching story and she did such a good job in it and so I said well let me go back and look because Rachel McAdams is one of those people she's sort of like feta cheese you know no one ever is like I gotta have feta cheese but when you have a salad and it's on there it's delicious and you go oh this is really tasty I don't know why I don't eat feta all the time Well, I go back and I'm looking at all her projects and I'm like, man, she looks different from from project to project. In fact, she looks so different from project to project that you almost forget that she's in it. You know, look at her in Morning Glory. That was probably the only film where she was the lead. I guess she wasn't comfortable with that because she had to carry the picture. And it's not a bad picture. It's not. Um it's your standard rom-com. Although what's interesting is her character basically kind of low-key chooses her career because that's what women have to do. And I wonder if she had any hand in that script note because you could see they were trying to make it a romantic comedy, but then it's like this woman's job is too much for her to realistically uh, <laughs> just pick her her boyfriend over her, her job. I mean, so anyway, I'm off track. So anyway... She she had a lead in Morning Glory. She looked different in that. She looks different in True Detective Season 2, which is not a great season, but she was good. I think they did too much with Season 2. They shouldn't have had so many characters. Had they just focused on her character, and I didn't care for the Colin Farrell character, but if they had just focused maybe on those two, it might have been a little bit better. They were doing too much. But she she looks completely different in that, and she was great in that. And then she was, she's also like the, I just saw over the weekend just by a fluke Wedding Crashers was on and she's the, the fun, sensible daughter, um, that the guy Owen Wilson is attracted to. And I'm like, man, I I almost forgot she was in this. Like, she's just always sort of delivering these solid performances. She's in state of play. She was in, uh, that really good movie, um, Oh man, I can't think of it. The good movie where, but it was an ensemble cast where they finally get all those priests um, spotlight. 
in uh, Boston. Yeah, Spotlight's the name of the movie. She was good in that, but she was one of many. She's just an interesting actor, and I think good actors make you forget that they're in a role. Like you're thinking about the character, not the actor. That's kind of a gift, and I think it's been a blessing for her and a curse because we should be talking about Rachel McAdams a lot more than we do. She's a formidable actor. Good for her. So the Rachels win Judy's. Judy's. Rachel Brosnahan is fantastic in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. The writing is top-notch, and she delivers because she has to deliver line after line, quick, sharp. We have to believe she's a comedian. And um, Rachel McAdams, definitely for disobedience. You get a Judy for that. Judy, and maybe for just like most productive 2018, two movies that I liked. (laughs) Disobedience and uh, Game Night, which is hilarious. All right. So anyway, Facebook is getting on my nerves and it's, I guess it's because I'm just not in the mood and people are are a little antagonistic. Maybe it's that time of year. I don't know. Uh, Maybe it's me. Could be me because I'm going to tell you what, I had a marathon of doctor's appointments yesterday because I'm trying to preserve time off. You know, I'm used to working for myself. So going to the doctor used to not be a big deal. Well, now it is because you have to use your vacation time or pay time off or whatever because it's certainly not vacation. And so I stacked them up. I'm never doing that again. By the last appointment, I was just like, what do y'all want? (laughs) I've just, I, I won't do that again. So to the lady at the dentist's office, I'm really sorry. I was just over being at doctors by that point. Um, And let's see. I think that's it for me today. Uh, there are some big term, uh, bigger long-term topics I want to return to. I'm still formulating the panel I want to put in my uh, show next year. Uh, maybe go on location for that. So I'm super excited. Uh, I've asked a couple of my friends to be on that panel, and they have agreed. So I am stoked. Um, and you know, I'm just looking forward to growing this podcast. Thank you so very much. Uh, you guys are listening and sharing and. I mean, I really, really appreciate that. Um, Also, if you feel so inclined, head over to uh, Spotify and uh, check out The Culprit Manifest. That's my production team. That's most of the music you'll hear within this podcast because in order to monetize it, I can't have music in it. Well, outside music that I've attached. So what I do is um, I just share music that I own the rights to. Well, part of the rights to until we start making money I just I guess I feel like I can say I own the rights to it. <laughs> um but yeah. So if you hear something you like, head over to Spotify, follow the group, listen to the group. Um apparently right now our most popular track is uh W Hotel Lobby from the summer album, which is why I was rushing to get it back out there. Um because people have added it to playlists. They really like the song and um you know, I'm not embarrassed. If W Hotels needs to uh, have a new sound and they want to use the track in some sort of commercial project, I'm down. Call us. We're very interested. Um, especially after the uh, breach of our data, I still I still favor that uh, hotel brand. They're my favorite. So, um, yeah. And when I heard the song, I was like, man, this reminds me of being in the lobby of a W hotel. Um, and then, of course, we get to discuss it. And then I, I usually win. So sorry, guys, but 
<laughs> Sorry to my team, but I feel like I have a disadvantage in their minds. But it's an advantage for me. I'm wildly creative and I'm very passionate. So as soon as I say something there, most of the time they're sold on it. So, but we do work as a team, but I'm the boss. So there's that. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday. Let's get after it. Um, thank you again for listening. You guys are truly the best. I've rambled on quite a bit today. Uh, I appreciate your time. And um, yeah, let's just go get them. Have a great day.